0: Suspish to welcome, <laughs> and welcome to Suspish. <laughs> I'm Andy, and I'm Kelly. And <laughs> <laughs> pterodactyl screech. <laughs> we have a long case for you today, part one. This is gonna be part one of multiple part. It's fucked up. There's a lot of pieces to this. Um, they can't see me. <laughs> yeah, she just, like, squ- it was gross. Whatever she did was gross. <laughs> um, Do we have any business to take care of before I prelude our case? No. Mm, we mm. talked about... Nothing came of that thing yet with Madeline McCann. No. Like, did they even do a DNA test? Like, no. Come on, guys. Get your shit together. Because, like, I get it. Like, I wouldn't want to... I, uh, I don't get it. I get it. And I yeah. don't get it. Like, I don't know. I If I were her parents, would be like, just get lost. You, you're not her. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's true. Kelly is still a little bit sick, but yeah. you're a lot better than you were. It's been three weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're working through it. At least we're recording and we're not in our recording lull anymore. We haven't edited the last one yet. Yeah, well, I, I gave that back over to Kelly because I am a terrible person. Yes. And I have very bad time management <laughs> skills. I have great time management. I just have so much to do. Yeah. No, I'm terrible. I'm the worst person. So, sorry. Yeah. But anyways, I guess we'll get into it because it's pretty long. Yeah. And it's exciting. And it's current. It's very current. Like, occurring right now. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, And I will prelude this case by using the wise words of my girl reba Mm mcintyre and that is quote don't trust your soul to some backwoods southern lawyer i don't yeah like i just feel like that's not like a good thing i feel like you shouldn't trust any lawyer anywhere yeah no i agree with that like their professional job is to basically lie and stress the truth (laughs) yeah have you ever watched that one lawyer oh i forget his name But he's, like, from Tennessee, and he's, like, such a thick accent, and he's, like, hilarious. I want to think it's a Kennedy. I don't think it's a Kennedy. Oh, well, these are the Southern Kennedys. (sighs) I like to call them. I don't know what his name is, but I can picture him in my head, and I'll show you the TikToks later, but he's hilarious. And he basically goes on TikTok and tells you how to, like, elude the cops. (laughs) Love that for us. Love that for us. Always be eluding the cops. I didn't get that on a shirt. A, B, E... T C C. <laughs> Always be eluding. <laughs> <alluded. laughs> Always be eluding. Anyway, so we are going to go through the Murda family. Murda, Murda. It sounds like murder. Murda, Murda. It's like southern Murda, Murda. There's some Murdas going on. And like we were watching the trial earlier today, and like. First of all, they confuse the guy's name all the time. Yeah, so his name, the, 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 the main player in this and who's on trial currently is Alex Murdoch. His name's actually Richard. What? The, <laughs> what? We'll, we'll get into it. But it's, everyone calls him Alec, and I don't know if that's like a southern thing, but it's Alex. We have a cousin, Alec. We do. From Texas? Is it Alex or Alec? It's Alec. We'll see. I also don't like the name Alec because I feel like you're just trying to change something that's worked so stop yeah (laughs) So even even Murdoch they were calling him Murdoch yeah Murdoch my husband calls them (laughs) Murdochs so either way I I shouldn't involve my husband in watching documentaries with me because he's literally the worst yeah he left this morning he's like we can't watch anymore I gotta go (laughs) like thanks he's like you can't watch it without me like thanks no I involved you anyways (laughs) so I did watch several documentaries to prepare my case, uh, I watched the one on Hulu. I don't remember what it's called. I'll get there. And the most recent one is the one that just came out on Netflix. My husband's like, isn't that convenient? They posted it on Netflix with the trial going I'm like, yeah, honey, that's called marketing. Thank you. <laughs> they <laughs> held it and waited until to do the trial. It's called marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, we are covering the many, many mysterious circumstances and murders. And I guess we should call them deaths. Mm. surrounding. But they're murders. They're Murda's. (laughs) Murda's! They're all gingers, so they don't have souls. Can I say that on the podcast? I mean, you can. I think that's a known fact. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone in the Murda family was actually a ginger before Alex Murda. Oh. 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 So he started the ginger line. Yeah, but like that's why he's the JFK of the Murdaws because he fucked it all up by being a ginger. Although JFK was not a ginger. No, but he wasn't. yeah. So I like to refer to them as the Southern Kennedys because think about it. Very prominent family. Lots of bad shit happens. I mean, does that is that just any prominent family though? I mean the Kardashians had they don't they like murder people <laughs> so, that we know of. Has anyone seen Kanye lately?
1: Dun dun. Kanye <laughs> hasn't
0: seen Kanye lately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's dive into this fucked up family. Whoop. Um, so Hell's as water. described by NPR, the Murdoch family is one of South Carolina's most prominent legal families. Fuck, em. good for them. Um, as I, as I said, think like the Southern Kennedys because I like thought that was really like a very good observation in my end, and no one's like biting within here. But... I mean, it I like it. Them, yeah, I, I like it leaner. a lot. I like it a lot. Um, so, from 1920 to 2006, three members of the Murdoch family served as solicitor, um, which in South Carolina is, like, the same as district, like, the district attorney. Mm, um No I, solicitation. I don't, I don't know why they changed the name. I guess it's, like, a South Carolina thing. I don't know if that's other states, but stupid. Anyways, same difference. Um, and they serve a five-county area of South Carolina known as the Low Country Region. Mm. That just sounds like a place you don't want to be. Yeah. It just sounds um Backwoods. Backwoods, low income. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> quite the opposite. Really? Yeah. So anyways. Um so the 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 this would be the fourteenth circuit district of South Carolina, these counties. Um and they include Allendale, Colton, Hampton, Beaufort, and Jasper counties. Mm-hmm. Um Fun fact, this is the- Fun fact. Fun fact, why do I talk like that? I don't yeah. know. Um, This is the only district in South Carolina that serves five counties. Like, they have more than everybody else. Oh. Why? Because they are buttholes. butthole B-words. B-words. <laughs> <laughs> I meant buttholes, too, and not bitches, but- <laughs> I wish we should start calling it to your son. Don't yeah. say the B-word. Don't say the B-word. Because he calls everyone a butthole. Um, So this eventually would be known as Murda Country instead of Low Country. Ah, ha 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 Murder. Yeah. <laughs> I brought you frankincense. And I brought you Mur. Murda's. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after 2006, the family did continue in the legal are- arena. And they had a successful law practice that's been around since 1910. So we're talking old money, honey. Get Um, out those money clips and your monocle. (laughs) That's how you know you're rich if you have a money clip. (laughs) Um, And just to to note, like, so this family has money from obviously legal things, but they also have money from like other things. Like before the next guy I'm going to talk about, who started the legal legal dynasty, they had money before that, and like I think mining is where they got all their money from. Mining. Moin. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they've had money. Like, the mm. money was never an issue to these people. Mm. One of those. Yeah, yeah. you'll have that on those big jobs, you know? Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> no, no. She texted me that last night. I was like, okay. Um, anyways, so the legal dynasty started with Randolph Murdoch. What a name. Randolph? Hey, Randolph. He was born in Varnville, South Carolina and graduated from the University of South Carolina in 1910. By the way, I'm just giving you a elite, a le- uh, illegal. A brief overview. Randy's old. Yeah, I mean he's not alive anymore. But we'll get to that because it's crazy. Um Randy. I'm giving you a background of the family and the legal dynasty because it's kind of important to see why they are the way they are. <gasps> Anyways, so he founded a one-man oh law God. firm in Hampton, South Carolina. A one-man band? Um <laughs> So he had this um, law practice. It was pretty successful in 1910. Um, I don't know what they sued people over in 1910. You stole my cattle. It's, I, I, I imagine it very much like um, Yellowstone. Like, have you seen like the newer no. Yellowstones? Have you watched Yellowstone? No. Well, there's like 1983 or something. <laughs> 1983. Okay. 1883. 1883. Mm-hmm. And then there's 1923 and they're like different time period <laughs> that they go okay. through in the show but like they're always like your goats were chewing on my grass and my property and i feel like that's this this yeah but anyways they actually don't do any of that they do personal injury but but like what kind of person i guess there was a lot of personal injuries what kind there's always personal injuries yeah like like you you're feeding the goats on and one bites you and one bites you bite your ass exactly um, so in 1920, this is when the reign of Solicitor began. Um, Solicitor is like an elected position, so he did get elected to this position. Uh-huh. Um. Suspicious. <laughs> is it? Because I don't feel like that's suspicious yet. Like people. <laughs> I don't, I don't like things that are elected. Do you think they should just be appointed by one person? No. They shouldn't just be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he became like a celebrity at this point. Like. I don't trust public opinion. Okay. They're mostly dumb. <laughs> the public? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but he became a, a, kind of a celebrity at this point. Like the newspaper would report him like the tabloids, like where he was going, what his wife was Ooh, wearing, Randy. what parties he was going to. Like he was a big deal. I mean, I they know. must have not had anything else to focus I'm, on I'm, in South Carolina I'm, at this I'm point. I'm literally just picturing that guy from TikTok. I need to show you him. Yeah, you do because I have no I idea who his his you're His Kenneth. <laughs> it sounds like he would be a Kenneth. Um, so one weird circumstance that already begins very early in his career is that um, the Murda's had a house. Okay, <laughs> that's it. No I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, and they had train tracks that ran through their yard. So like trains. And oh just, shit. That probably sucks. I, I mean, people probably still have that today. Yeah, there's you have trains train over there, right but like that there. that's all the way over there. No, like these people across the street. Yeah, it's, that's their backyard. Well, that sounds like a them problem. I'm just saying. It's really cool. <laughs> Anyways. We're so, in a cold country, baby. A man named E.R. Jin Jr. He was a neighbor to the Murdaugh's, so he also had these train tracks that would run through his property as well. I hate when you look at my document before I like say it. Like Stop, it. <laughs> yeah, I, I stop have, cheating, bro. I am, I am cheating. Mrs. Pop, I'm <laughs> cheating. <laughs> um. So this man was a neighbor to the Murdaugh's, and he, for fun, he's... He would jump on the trains when they were cut through the backyard and take them for a ride. Because what Ooh. the fuck else do you do in 1920 in South Carolina? For fun. Nothing. 1920, he's 10? Who? Randy? No, he's like an old man. I thought he said he was born in 1910. No. He graduated from the University of South Carolina and started his law firm in 1910. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he's, like, already fucking... He's there. He's there, man. He's in there like he's somewhere. There. I mean, I'm assuming that it probably didn't take much to graduate from college and get a law degree back then. No. But who am I? Well, Penn State, like, where I go, they used to be farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Come on. Yeah, so it was, like, a farming college, and it was really weird.
1: It, it was, was
0: weird. Okay. Yeah. Did not know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um So this guy would take... Like, jump on the trains, have fun, whatever he did on the trains. That's none of my business. <laughs> so, one day, he was riding between cars and decided to jump <clears> off <throat> the train. But he's already a personal injury lawyer. Yes. Okay. C4. So, this is this is the ER gin guy who's oh, jumping on trains. this is not me. Randy. Randy's okay. just chilling, doing his lawyer thing. I was going to say, Randy? No, on. this is er Jin and i'm gonna to refer to him as Jin because er seems very formal yeah um so he, he was riding between these on one day he was riding between cars and decided to jump off in front of the murdoch property mm. this is where he jumped off and got swept underneath the train mm. who was there to witness and save him none other than randolph murdoch mm. it was right there he was just like oh i'm gonna go wait for this to happen yeah, yeah. So the man ended up surviving and did lose a leg, but he survived. I um, wonder what amputation was like in the twenties. Probably not good. Probably not fun. But I actually did read something that they couldn't get a doctor for several days. Oh, so did it like So he was just kind of like chilling with this fucking leg that needed to be cut off. But doesn't can't you die from that? I'm sure you could, especially in 1920. But he didn't. Mm. Um, but anyways, so. Did he really jump off the train, or was he pushed? But because of this, this is what led Randolph to primarily go after train accidents, transportation accidents in his personal injury firm. Mm-hmm. So was this just him setting it up, or just weird circumstances? Yeah, like, why was, why was he there? Right, like, why were you just conveniently there? I mean, I guess it was in your front yard, but mm. still weird. Weird circumstances. I don't um, passed the leg yet. But we got, I am not past the leg yet. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so he served as solicitor until 1940. Oh, shit. Yeah, long time. Um, And this is when something weird happens. So he was leaving a late night poker game around 1 a.m. As you do. And of course, none of the papers reported that he was leaving a poker game. Everyone was like, oh, he was just working so late. No, he was leaving a poker game. Like, it's okay. We could talk about it. Yeah. Um, and this is when his car allegedly stalled on the train tracks, and he was hit by a car, uh, a train, and killed. Oh, shit. Okay, so what they reported was that he, his car stalled and had a malfunction, and that's why his train stalled on the tracks. His train stalled on the tracks? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> car stalled on the train tracks. Or, it was malicious. But think about it, this man is also going after... The trains, the transportation industry, but no, the trains themselves. (laughs) Fuck that train. The train went rogue. But it gets a little bit more weird. Why didn't he just get out of the car? Well, exactly. It gets more weird. Um, So the driver of the train, you know, he's trying to stop. He sees this car. He sees him coming. Is trying to stop the train, Mm -hmm. but obviously trains don't just stop, especially like. up till to a mile especially stop. in 1920 yeah yeah there's no, there no brakes on those things <laughs> there's no brakes on the 1920s it's trains. like a, the brakes like this <laughs> yeah so um so he saw Randolph driving towards the train tracks and he says he just randomly stopped in the middle of the train tracks like it didn't look like his car stalled. like you would think like a car right. stalls, especially in like 1920 like in your it'd be fucking jerking. well it was in 1940 but anyways it'd be like a jerky She's... he said he just randomly stopped What's even weirder is so the driver is attempting to stop the train, whatever, no such luck. The driver of the train remembers that he saw saw Randolph in the car. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of knew who he was. And he was cool as a cucumber, lifted his hand up, and waved to the driver. And then they collided. Do you think he killed himself? I don't know if he killed himself, or what? Do you think if you were going to kill yourself, you'd just stand on the train track? I don't know, weird. But see, then it then it gets it it, gets, it comes back. Uh huh. It comes back. So he was then succeeded by his son, another Randolph, but they called him Buster Murda, who served as solicitor from 1940 to 1986. Uh-huh. Again, fucking long ass time. Like, are y- aren't you guys tired? Are you fucking this? tired? Yeah. Um. He had only ran opposed twice in his 40 years. Oh, yeah. Crazy. So, Buster sounds like a real character. Um, Buster rhymes? Maybe. <laughs> he was... The The quote I found was that he was known for his love of chewing tobacco. Mm. And his flair for physically acting out mur- murders in the courtroom. Same. <laughs> <laughs> that would be you as a lawyer. I'd be like, they stabbed him. Turn the knife. Well, it gets weird. So, in one case, he laid on the floor and had a witness wrap a garden hose around his neck to demonstrate... How a victim was killed. Yeah, that'd be me. He then continued the rest of the trial with the garden hose wrapped <laughs> around his neck. <laughs> I have a flair for the dramatics. Yeah, and it seems like a lot of, like that is like their thing is they really fucking lay it on. They they was he a Leo? Who do you know what when he was born? Which one? Garden hose. No. no. Uh no. Okay. I could find out for sure. Yeah, I know Alex Murdoch is a Gemini. Keep talking. I'm gonna. Anyways, so, in 1941, only one year after his father died, Buster had filed a wrongful death suit against the Charleston and Western Carolina Rail Company, um, you know, the, whose train you know, killed his father. So, was it a setup? And it was said that the, the elder Randolph had lots of medical issues going on before he died. Mm-hmm. So, did he know he was going to die? So, then went in the train tracks so that way his son could file a wrongful death suit? No, he's a Capricorn. The hmm. no more you know? They're very detailed. The more you know? <coughs> I'm dying. It's so fine. while he filed this wrongful death suit, he demanded a judgment of $100,000. Which, think 1940 time, that's a lot of fucking bread. It? That's a lot of beans. <laughs> that's a lot of beans. On September 22nd, 1941, the case was settled, but the amount of settlement was never disclosed. Ooh. Weird. In 1956, Buster... Was indicted by a federal grand jury for allegedly warning a bootlegger to move his operation into a neighboring county in order to avoid the police. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Um, So here comes. That's hearsay. (laughs) Is it, though? (laughs) He ended up being acquitted of these charges Mm -hmm. and served as solicitor for another 30 years. Hell yeah. He ended up dying in 1998. So maybe you're him reincarnate. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 99 baby. Let's call you a buster. Let's get a garden hose. <laughs> so, that was, it would be. The, no, I don't know. I don't know the relation. It's either great to... grandfather or great great. I don't know. For whom? For like. For Alex? Yeah. That's his grandfather. Oh, okay. Buster would be his grandfather. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then the other guy who got hit by a train was his great-grandfather. Yeah. Great. Unless it's his dad. Buster could be his dad. No, Buster's not his dad. No, it's his grandfather. Buster was then succeeded. Or is it seceded? Either way. Not succeeded. <laughs> <laughs> by another Randolph. Randolph Fuck! the Mur- third, who took office in 1986, right after his father had kind of retired and stepped away. Like why homes. are we taking these people? Like why like <laughs> someone like holy fuck like give me somebody else. He ran unopposed in every single election until he retired in two thousand six. Mm. Like bro. And this is Alex's dad. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Randolph married Elizabeth Alexander and had four children including three um so their sons included Randolph the fourth, who oh they call God. Randy Right? Like end it like cut it. Cut it. Okay. Your son's lot. the fifth? Yeah. <laughs> Richard Alexander, who they call Alex. Dun dun. Dick. And John Marvin. Like, where'd John Marvin come from? So John? John Marvin seems like he's like a little bit of a... Dick Murda. An outcast. Oh, Dick Murda would work so much better. <laughs> you missed an opportunity. Anyways. Both Randy and Alex continued the family's legacy and entered into the family law firm. Which has been running since 1910. Mm-hmm. So they're already like a prestigious yeah. law firm at this point. Um, in 2006, Randolph the second? No. He's the... Randolph the third. Retired from the solicitor's office. <laughs> There's so many Randolphs it's hard to keep track. <laughs> Wait. What is what is Randolph the fourth doing? He's called Randy. Yeah, what's Randy doing? He works in the law firm. I thought the other two worked in the law firm. No, Randy and Alex work at the law firm. John oh, Marvin's so- out here doing John Marvin shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's cool. on his John Marvin shit. <laughs> I was like, I knew I didn't really I know what he does. He could do anything. He does his own know. thing. He's John Marvin. Leave him alone. <laughs> so, in 2006, Randolph retired from the solicitor's office. Wait. Is he the one with the diarrhea? No, that's Alex. Oh. No, no, no. This is handsome. That was his brother that talk- talked about the diarrhea. Randy talked about the diarrhea. Okay. Randolph III is handsome. Okay. Oh. We'll get to that. I'm not saying he's handsome, but we'll get to that. He is handsome. It'll make sense. It'll all come back. <laughs> um, so in 2006, he retired from the solicitor's office and returned to the family's now-booming personal injury law firm. And this law firm is called, are you ready? That's oh, it's a lot. Peters, Murdoch Parker, Eletz Roth, and Deertrick, referred to as P-M-P-E-D, or Pumped. I mean, they definitely didn't call it that, but that's what it looks like. (laughs) And a lot of people just called it the Murdaugh firm. Hmm. Okay. Um, This law firm was considered a powerhouse with offices in multiple counties, over a dozen attorneys that worked for them, and 50 local employees. Um, Randolph worked at um, PMPED, defending personal injury cases with his two sons, until he died of quote, natural causes on June 10th, 2021. I mean, nobody ever said they weren't natural causes, but I just wanted to point that out. He conveniently dies three days after another big event happens. So, Oh, wow. Could be stress, I guess. Right? Mm. Who am I? Who are we to (laughs) say? So, now let's shift our focus (laughs) to our main man in this case. Richard Alexander Murdoch. Alex, or Alec, as some people call him, which I don't know why. Pick like, one. Alecander. Kander. Alec Kander. <laughs> Alex was born on June 17th, 1968. Um, he decided to follow in his family's footsteps and graduated from the University of South Carolina with a degree in political science. He then went on to law school and joined the family's personal injury law firm. Um, he also worked as a part-time prosecutor for the 14th Ju- Judicial Circuit, but like at this point... Nobody was in solicitor's office from the Murdoch family. Like, 2006 is when it ended. Woo! But, like, they still worked there as yeah. prosecutors. I don't know how it all fucking works. But, either way. Either way, they're not in charge. Yeah, either way, they're not in charge at this point. <laughs> I put on August 14th, 1933. Yeah. I meant to say 1993. The too. I don't know. I was tired. On August 14th, 1993, Alex married Margaret Kennedy. Oh, Brand sure. set, setter, oh. who we will get more into later. Um, after meeting in college at University of South Carolina at the University of South Carolina, she wasn't originally from South Carolina. She actually lived in Pennsylvania for a long time of her life. So Maggie, Maggie baby, hi baby. I'm not sure if we like her or not, but oh. I mean, R.I.P. girl. Either way, <laughs> R.I.P. girl. Either way. <laughs> um, in 1996, they welcomed their first son, Buster Murdaugh. Oh my God! And I think his name is like Richard as well. Not Randolph though. It's can, not I, Randolph. Is, can we not? Can we just like name them what you want to call them? Kind <laughs> of. And then in 1999, they welcomed their other son, Paul Paul Murda. Which you ever just look at a baby and be like, yeah, he looks like a Paul. Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Buster was seemingly following right into his father's footsteps of joining the family business and went to Univers- University of South Carolina in order to pursue a law degree. Um, he does at one point get kicked out of college for plagiarism, though. And this is Paul. Yeah. But Paul's young. I meant Buster. I was I was say, say Paul? Yeah. No, Buster. I was going to say, Paul's my age, so. No, Buster went to University of South Carolina to pursue the law degree, but oh. did, he graduated, but somehow was expelled for, um, that's plagiarism. The, that's the Murdaugh name. But then somehow he still graduates. So I don't really know what happened there. I'm assuming it was some of that Murda Magic. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, Buster was in a fraternity, and Maggie really seemed to like dote over Buster. Like that was her boy. My boy. You're my boy, Blue. But yeah, he was like seemingly like the good old boy. Like gonna be exactly like his dad. Do you know how old he was? And he's still alive. Right? Buster. Yeah, he's one year older than me, so he's 26. Okay. Yeah, so Buster <laughs> has been described, and I thought this was weird, just a weird way to put it, as the more calm and well-adjusted child. What does that mean? I wouldn't say either of us are calm or well-adjusted. <laughs> Absolutely not. But in, like, different ways. Yeah, very, very true. Very not calm and very not well-adjusted, but in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> but in very different context. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so that was Buster. He was, you know, think... Goody two shoes, I would say. Frat boy. Although he does get involved in some stuff later on, we'll see. Buster. Nobody's safe. I think a Buster from. I almost said Aladdin. Arthur. Mm-hmm. And that's just what I picture him as. The bunny. Yeah. Paul, on the other hand, was a troublemaker. The second one always w. is. The second one always is. <laughs> as a kid, Paul hey. was. F- <laughs> Paul was full of attitude and like liked to rebel and be a dick about things <laughs> i know it's terrible <laughs> to talk about a kid like that but yeah, a lot a of people no. he was a dick um because maddie was maggie maddie. because maggie was always fawning over buster the housekeeper gloria satterfield who had been working with the family <coughs> since paul was a baby stepped up to like kind of be his second mother oh gloria yeah um and she they had she had like a great connection with paul like she did things with him like they she talked to him about his problems Yada, yada, yada. But it seems like he kind of has some mommy issues going on because mm, don't we all? Maggie's like, mm, nah, fuck you, Paul. Buster's where it's at. Which it doesn't have to be like that. You could love two kids at one time. Mm. But anyways, it doesn't have to be like that. We don't like Maggie anymore. Gloria had told pe- multiple people, including Maggie, that Paul was very troubled. Mm. And we'll see that because one of Paul's favorite things to do was to go outside and kill small animals and then cut them up. Oh, wow. That's we, a serial killer in the making. We all know what they say about Sean who like to torture and kill animals. Wowzer. Yeah. Fun. And some people are like, oh, well, like South Carolina, they do hunting and stuff. No. That's Still not, that, there's a difference between know, hunting and torture. Yes. So. Weird. Multiple people had discussed with Maggie that Paul needed help, but this would hurt their family image, so nothing, they never sought out help for Paul. Mm. Which, maybe I should have. Maybe that's, uh, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't have let it get that far. Yeah, maybe if, like, your kid starts killing small animals, you should be like, hmm, let's, maybe let's, no. let's talk about this in therapy. <laughs> um, Paul also did not want to follow in the footsteps of the father. He did not want to be law. a lawyer. Did not. He did not want the law. He wanted to break the law, not be the Breaking law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> that was Paul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, many people considered him the black sheep of the family. Maybe he should have talked to John Marvin.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know what John
0: Marvin did, but he just didn't do what everybody else did. So. Is it Marvin or Martin? Marvin. Oh. Makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he Paul did not receive the acceptance from his family like his brother did, so I'm sure at some point that, that weighs on you. Yeah. But anyways, as yeah, Paul know. got older, he seemed to have a lot of anger issues and a big drinking problem. which mm, At the ripe right age of 12. Not even. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I I think I saw a post that, or a report that, like, he was drinking as young as, like, 12, 13, 14. Wow. Andy witnessed this yesterday. I did, and it was crazy. I watched a, like, 10 year old buy drugs, and I didn't know how to handle the situation. So she did nothing. So I did nothing. (laughs) I should have. She didn't want to be a Karen. I didn't want to be a Karen. Like, if I rolled down my window, I was like, eh, boy, get over here. They'd been like, who the fuck is this stupid bitch? <laughs> so I didn't do anything and I regret. Eh, it's okay. It's all right. It's his parents' problem. <laughs> um, Paul loved to drink and did so a lot. Uh, many friends that said that like he never really knew when to stop drinking and when mm. enough was enough. And I know many people like this and it is not okay. Mm-mm. Like the party never stopped for Paul. <laughs> um, but this was also fueled by the fact that his parents would allow. And offer the teenagers alcohol at their house and when they were oh, wow. out places and would drink with their kids and crazy. Uh, Paul threw lots of parties at his family's properties and his parents would know about them and just wouldn't care. Mm. Like, sir and ma'am. What is the difference between letting your kid have a beer every once in a while and then going them have up parties. to their friends? There was one <laughs> report from Paul's ex girlfriend. That they would all go to the law office and there'd be like four or five of them and they ranged in ages from like 14 to 16. And Alex would offer them all a drink. Oh, wow. While they were there. Mm. Like, sir. No. Sir. No. Please don't. Thank you. Um, But yeah, so his parents didn't care that he drank. Which, whatever, but when your son has a drinking problem to begin with, maybe we should. Reevaluate. Yeah. Anyways, so um he would also become very angry and like a different person when he was drink when he was drinking. And there are people out there that are like this and they're crazy. His friends gave him a new name when he would get drunk, and this turned into his alter ego, which they called Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> like I don't care. Like where did Timmy come from? Like I don't care. <laughs> it's just so weird. And like they would literally call him Timmy. They'd be like, Oh, here comes Timmy like <laughs> fuck just a weird thing and it's like the least intimidating name right like it's not like oh here comes fucking harold <laughs> 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 timmy <laughs> when he became timmy he would become very angry and very violent um his friends would say that he'd be having a conversation with you but would have these eyes like he was looking through you. Like, he'd be looking at you, but not looking at you. He'd be looking through you. Oh, wow. And many people say this was, like, very scary and intimidating. Was he a big guy or no? No, he was 5'7". Oh. Honey. Honey, that's not... Mm, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. One thing that I found super interesting, and so I was not has showing... got a Napoleon complex, is what this is. Basically. But now we're going to get into something that may me think that there's something wrong upstairs Mm. so the one weird thing that his friends say every time he would drink his hands would do like these weird movements it would be like like he was throwing gang signs (laughs) (laughs) like he would spread out his hands like and spread out his fingers and like depress some of his fingers but keep like the others up (laughs) and like you could see it in videos and pictures like what they're referring to and it's so strange. I've never seen that before in my like, life. Like, like, Eliza Wham coming out of the elevator? Maybe. Like, it was, like... Like, she was, like... But, like, I mean, he would, like, 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 maybe have his arm around someone, but his hands would be like that, or holding something, and his hands would be like that. His hands were just always like this when he was drinking. Oh. And he'd, like, move them around. Like, just so weird. like Did a he weird... lose motor function, or...? I don't know. Like, such a weird thing, and it's I thought it was weird, weird to point out that... That's not normal. Uh That's not normal behavior. Mm -hmm. So something's not right there. No. Even if you're absolutely intoxicated, like, you're not going to, like, your hands aren't going to go, snarf, (laughs) snarf. That's exactly the word I was thinking. Snarf. (laughs) Snarf. So that was, like, super weird and, like, I don't know, probably something that should have been evaluated. Um. As I said before, Paul would also get very violent when he would drink. Mm. Um, Paul's ex-girlfriend, Morgan Doty, who had dated Paul since high school, has made many claims that Paul was abusive. Mm. And he would get away with it. He's (laughs) 5'7". I'm (laughs) (laughs) 5'7". Um... Anyways. (laughs) Morgan recalls that, um one time she was, like, talking to Gloria because, you know, Gloria was around. Gloria was there all the time. She was a housekeeper. She's been with the Murdos since, um, for almost 20 years. hmm Like, she was always around talking to kids. Whatever. Whatever. So, Gloria had given her the advice that she either learn how to deal with Paul's temper or get out now because it's not going to get any better. See ya! I'd been like, like, you know, like, what, it's like this, and the, like, the picture fades in the background. <laughs> Homer Simpson going into the bush. Right. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> I want and maybe she probably should have taken that into consideration. Yeah. Fortunately, she did not. Um, Morgan recalls one time that they were at a party at a hotel for Buster's graduation. See, he graduated, yeah, but was expelled. Yeah, he went to a different school. Fucked up shit, my friend. Um, but all the Murdows went to University of South Carolina, so I feel like there was uh, like some pull there. Definitely, probably gave a big donation. It was oh, like, oh yeah, 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 they're yeah. good. A million dollars, and you could do anything, right? Anyways, so they were at the, uh, a, a hotel, because I guess they just rented a hotel for Buster's graduation yeah. for one reason what or another. What else you do? How else do you celebrate? <laughs> How else do you celebrate by renting out a hotel? Are you kidding? <laughs> um, so, Paul was drunk, and for one reason or another, they got into an argument. They went upstairs to their room, and the argument continued, and got worse. Mm. Um, Paul began hitting and kicking Morgan. He eventually pushed her onto the bed and got on top of her, screamed in her face, eh, punched her, and began to choke her. Oh, jeez. So, he's not not a good guy. Not a good guy. Not a good dude. I mean, it was kind of like we could see what's going on here. We could see the problem. So, Morgan tried to tell his mom about his drinking problem and, like, you know, the fact, like, he's hitting me and he's angry all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. there's shit going on upstairs. And Maggie just kind of dismissed these claims. And was like, eh, you're fine. Your problem, not mine. Yeah, but it, I feel like it's also a reoccurring theme that, like, if they sent him to a rehab for a drinking problem, or they admitted something was wrong, it would have been like a a stain on the family name. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they can't have that. Paul was the stain. <laughs> Paul is a stain. <laughs> a shit stain. Ooh, you know we love a good shit stain, <laughs> do we? On the podcast. <laughs> um, but Paul was no stranger to. Getting in trouble with the law, either. I mean, it helped that his family is all attorneys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Morgan recalls a Christmas party that they attended together. He was drinking. Of course. Wasn't probably 21 yet, if I had to really say so. Definitely mm-hmm. wasn't. Definitely wasn't 21. Um, she was not drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, he seemed pretty drunk, so she decided that she would drive his truck home. Like the responsible young lady she is. Mm-hmm. Good for her. I mean, she falls off yeah. in this next part, but either way. <laughs> um, halfway through the drive home, he told her to pull over, and because she knew his temper, she listened and pulled over. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I'm going to keep driving. Yeah. Eat my ass. Yeah. Kill us. If I, I don't know. Crash the car, I tell you. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so when she pulled over, he told her that he was fine to drive and that he was going to drive the rest of the way home. Mm-hmm. Which, why not just either way, just chill? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why yeah. not just sit in the seat and, like, be normal for five seconds of your life yeah i'm gonna pull out now (laughs) i'm gonna go now thanks um so morgan said at first that he was fine and like driving fine like whatever like she wasn't scared she didn't think something like it was fine it was whatever Mm -hmm. um but then he took a corner too fast and too hard and the truck flipped over onto its side Mm. uh paul kept lots of guns in his car for whatever reason okay Like, I'm not even sure he's 18 at this point to really even own a gun. Uh I mean, they don't say, like, what year this was, but it seemed like it was kind of like high school. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there was guns flying all over when they flipped, beer cans flying all over. Like, bruh. Bro, dude. Like, what is you doing, my friend? (laughs) Honey. Right? Like, like, where are your parents? (laughs) Like, it seemed like Paul never had any, like, discipline, is what I really think. He was just able to do whatever the fuck he wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, so instinctually, Morgan, you know, they're on their side, calls, grabs her phone and calls 911. Yeah. Paul quickly grabs her phone out of her hands and hangs up the phone and, like, starts to yell at her, like, why the fuck would you call 911? Because we're just in a car accident. We're on the side. (laughs) We could have internal bleeding. There's many reasons to call 911 right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I could think of several. (laughs) And he pulled out his phone and called Handsome. Mm. This is weird, but that's what they called their grandfather. Handsome. Some weird backwoods southern shit. And it's weird that he called his grandfather and not his parents. We'll see that for some reason he calls his grandfather every time he's in trouble. Mm. Weird. We don't know why, but he does. Um, well, Handsome then called Paul's dad Alex like I don't know why he calls his grandfather first, though, and not his dad, but. Yeah. Either way. Something weird. I don't know. So, both Paul's dad, Alex, and Handsome. I'm going to refer to him as Handsome for the rest of the thing, because I think that's fucking hilarious. Like, what did they call the grandmother? Fucking beautiful? <laughs> handsome and beautiful. No, she's probably, like, fucking Meemaw.
1: Handsome Gorse. and Meemaw.
0: Mimi. <laughs> Meemaw. Meemaw. anyways um so both of them show up to the scene and they don't even check on um Morgan and Paul Mm. they go and clear out all the beer cans and guns first yep like priorities love that for me Mm -hmm. love that for us um Hanson and Alex both questioned Morgan as to why in the world she would call 911 what they said Paul could have gotten into lots of trouble if she called 911 as he should yep Luckily, no one was injured during this crash, but nothing ever did come of it. Like, no legal ramifications for him, you know, driving drunk and crashing the car and having lots of guns and beer cans in his car. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's also weird to me that, like, whenever he's in trouble, (coughs) he thinks, instead of to call 911, to call his grandfather and his dad. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, that's a learned behavior. Yeah. And something he was told to do, rather well, I mean, than just their inst- lawyers, definitely. Like instinctually, well, you would call nine one one. But he was taught not to do that. Yeah, which is weird to me. Which is weird to me. But we'll see this that this comes up more and is like kind of a theme. Um, I think that the family's main goal is to protect the family name and the family image, and they don't care what they have to do who they have to push over, and who they have to get rid of. Even if it's one of their own. Dun dun! <laughs> I'm gonna get sued by the creators of Law and Order. It's okay. It's not the same tune. <laughs> dun dun dun! <laughs> um, so now we're gonna get into... That's just a little brief overview on the family and their fucked upness. Yep. Now we're going to touch upon... Some of the murders, or oh, God. mysterious deaths, I should say, tied yeah. to the family. Um, my personal belief is there are a lot more disappearance and murders murders in the counties that the murder... In the murder... In I'm the having, Murdoch I'm thing. having problems right now. I think I'm having a stroke. In Murdoch country? Yeah, pretty much. That should really be looked into. Like, you're going to tell me, like, there's definitely more. Definitely more past ones from... Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of shit going on here. But anyways, we were going to talk about these known deaths and their possible connections. Um, I'm also going to do this in chronological order because that makes the most sense to me. Um, a lot of the documentaries and things I read don't start off in chronological order. They kind of start with one thing, which one thing did lead to more information about the rest. Uh-huh. But I'm going to start in chronological order, and then I'll okay. touch upon how things connect. Okay. Sounds good. So, let's talk. After a burp. (laughs) (laughs) On July 8th, 2015, a man driving down Sandy Run Road placed a call to 911 around like 4 4 a.m., 5 a.m., somewhere in there, Mm -hmm. while on his way to work. He said that there was a person laying in the middle of the road, not moving. Oh, shit. This person had blunt force trauma to the head, um, and this was the body of 19-year-old nursing student Stephen Smith. (laughs) Yeah. Stephen's body was found about three miles away from his car. His car still contained his wallet and keys. Huh. So, weird how he ended up... And this road was, like, a remote road. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't just go down this road. Um, so, Steven was actually openly gay. Okay. Um, down in this area, and still today, it's not really widely accepted. <laughs> Do your thing, Steve. Right? Power to Steve. Woo, Steve! Um, Sorry, buddy. But because of this, like, being open and, like, out about being gay, mm-hmm. um, Stephen was always on high alert. Seemed like he did get harassed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, his sister recalls, like, whenever he would walk somewhere, he would never walk on roadways. He would always, like, weave through the woods in order to avoid, like, any possible people and being harassed. So it sounds like this boy was, like, harassed. Like, he yeah. was scared of people in this uh-huh. area, which is sad. Very. Sad. It's very sad. Um, his sister said that he was always watching his back and was very, very cautious In about his surroundings. Fifteen. Mm. That was right when gay marriage was legalized. Or was I was no idea. Maybe thirteen. I don't really know. I think it one was 15. of them. I mean, either way, this is fucking backwoods. Yeah. South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what's legal and what's not. They're probably still racist too. So. Yeah. Not talking shit on South Carolina, but. Talking shit on the Murdos. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, the night of his death he had run out of gas um in his car on the way home from college. Um Okay, Steve. My dude. But what's weird is his mother like it seemed like he might might have done this a lot, like run out of gas. But anyways, it seems his mother recalled to do. I never ran out of gas. Never. I just run it till I almost do. Till my husband gets in the car and fills it up. Or her sister. Or my sister. You know the last time I put gas in my car? Like, physically? I can't remember. She's needed oil change for over a year now. Uh, my car's also been out of inspection for a year. It's a brand new car. I should not have to go get an inspection on a brand new car. You should get your oil changed. Uh, yeah, I should get my oil changed. But you think my boyfriend was a mechanic for 10 years, he would your just... Your boyfriend? Oh, he's my husband, <laughs> man. Shit. Which one's your boyfriend? <laughs> my husband was a mechanic for 10 years. He should be able to change my oil, and he has not. So You're he's... married. I am married, thank you. That's wild. If he's not concerned about it, neither am I. <laughs> um, so his mother recalls another time when he had run out of gas, um, where he immediately called his sister for help. And this is sad to me, is that he hid in the woods until he was sure it was her who was there to help him. Aww. Um. It really makes me think he was afraid of someone or something. Like, mm-hmm. something had to in happen. In particular? like or you think to everyone? I don't know. Like, he definitely had to be being harassed and threatened and... Cause who just thinks on like regular. I mean I guess like I don't know what that is like to be in like a town like that and be openly gay and like you know what I mean are are people that critical if that if that is the case then I am calling out South Carolina like do better be better <laughs> like if this kid is afraid to walk down the road like there's there's a problem a big problem. So anyways, he did, he would hide in the woods until he was, <coughs> like, he knew it was her. Mm-hmm. Like, That's just so bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. But it gets weirder thinking that he was found in the middle of the roadway. Yeah. Because he never would have been just on but, the road. But, like, is it, was it him being paranoid or was it the community? Could be either. Could, Could be a be mixture both. of both. Mm-hmm. Could absolutely be a mixture of both. But this time that he ran out of gas, he never called his sister. Oh. Well. And did his family live close by? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I know that he was on his way home from college. I don't know where the college was in terms to where he lived. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, drivable distance. I'm sure his sister would have... She's been there to get him before, so I'm sure she mm-hmm. would have did the same thing again. Um, but at the time, um, he did run out of gas. He was on the phone with his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that... Um, he told his boyfriend that there were a couple guys driving around in a pickup truck that were harassing him. Um, And his... But he was like parked at a store. Like he wasn't just on the side of the road. He was parked at a store Mm -hmm. when he ran out of gas. Which, smart. Good for you, Steven. Mm -hmm. Um, It didn't seem though that he asked his boyfriend to help him with his gas situation. Oh. would be that person you would ask? You would think. Weird. It's also weird that like he tells his boyfriend, like, I ran out of gas, and the boyfriend doesn't say, like... Can I come get you? Yeah. I don't know. Just weird. It's weird. Like, it's... Did we it... talk to this boyfriend? Yes, and this is what... The... We're only getting the boyfriend side of the story because, obviously, mm. Steven's not... I was gonna not... say, dun-dun-dun, the boyfriend's Paul. Hang on. <gasps> okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, I mean, the boyfriend isn't Paul because oh. we've talked to him, but... There's connections. So we'll get there. Okay. Um, I thought I did a big reveal. <laughs> I thought I did a big reveal. Um, and the boyfriend says that he could hear, like, people in the background, like, yelling. Mm-hmm. Like, if you thought that, though, like, wouldn't Why? you stay on the phone? Or call 911? Yeah. Like, do something? But eventually they, like, hang up and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, his family doesn't think he actually ran out of gas because, like I said, he would have... Called his sister, so... His, like, his parents think that was, like, some kind of cover-up for something else he was doing. Mm-hmm. Or something that was going on. Yeah. Like, he was lying to his boyfriend for some reason. They didn't take his car? They they had his car. They didn't say whether it was out of gas or... Okay. There's a lot of things, and I don't know if it's because it's still in... Well, Open it's close. It, it's cold now, but, like, I don't know if they aren't releasing information. Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, there's no suspects or anything, allegedly. Um, So I don't know if they're just trying to keep things still close to the chest. Mm -hmm. But we'll get there. Um, Anyways. So he did text his boyfriend one last time at 3.37 a.m. It's not known when he, like, what time Mm -hmm. he was on his way home from school. Because you think about it, 3.37 a.m., he's on his way home from school I mean, I guess unless he lived at school and was like, why would you come home at 3.37? Like, that's yeah. weird. That's a weird time to be out at that point. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of weird circumstances going on here already. Um, It is not known what those text messages say either. That were the last texts. Oh. Like, they never released what those said. Okay. Another weird circumstance. Like, Super that's weird. weird. Um, but then he was found dead. Like, not... Too much longer later in the roadway. Mm-hmm. Um, when police arrived on scene, they immediately rolled it a hit and ru- hit and run. Um, but there was Wait, no. What? The police came to the scene and rolled it a hit and run. Yeah, like a car hit him while he was walking on the side of the road. Okay. Um, but there were no pieces of vehicle that were hit. I was there gonna were... say, like they said, it was blunt force trauma. Yeah, there were no tire marks. Um, and the only damage was to the right side of Steven's body. So you think you would have other injuries in other places if you were hit by a car. Yeah. Um, his shoes had also been left on, which I guess is, like, a big thing if you're hit by a car. At, like, high rate of speed, knock you're gonna out knock your you shoe. out of your shoes. I don't know, they made, like, a point to make sure that Maybe was Maybe he was a good shoe tire. Maybe? Um, none of his clothes or anything he had on him was yeah. damaged either, or, like, tattered. Like, his phone wasn't smashed, like yeah his he's clothes weren't head. ripped weird and also his family says he never would have been walking on a roadway anyways yeah because he never did he always cut through the woods so so it's the damage on the right side of his body so it's his whole right side not just his head it's his head and his shoulder oh how tall is this how tall was he how tall is this freaking car i don't know. <laughs> don't know Do you think like a car would take you out at your like hip? Yeah. Either way you would be taken out by your hip unless you're, I guess, hit by a giant pickup truck lifted Mm -hmm. truck. It is in South Carolina. Yeah. So we'll we'll get to what the the investigators is opinion is. Okay. Um so Steven had a seven point two five. What's that? Seven and a quarter? Yeah. (laughs) Seven point two five. Inch, gaping hole on the side of his right forehead okay that's a weird thing right isn't He's like super to be by like a car like I don't know like a hole weird his head was disfigured and his right shoulder was dislocated mm-hmm. um there were some marks and cuts on his right hand but only only like this yes like it was the side of the head and the shoulder and just some minor cuts on his hand mm-hmm. weird Super weird. Um, so, the accordion. Uh, cor- cor- the coronation. The accordion. <laughs> <laughs> the coroner. Get together. I'm, you trying. Th- I'm trying. Your I'm nose trying. And out of your mouth. Um, the coroner initially ruled it a hit and run. Um, investigators came with a the theory that the man's head was hit by the mirror of a semi truck, which caused the damage. But then how does that explain the shoulder and the hand? I mean, I guess maybe if he fell a certain way and it But if you think about a semi-truck, the mirror is kind of outwardly positioned from the body of the truck. Yeah. So make that make sense. That makes sense. Because if if the car was going super fast and he only got hit by the mirror, then his head would have that gash. And then if he fell a certain way, it wouldn't... So the truck never hit the shoulder, it's the way he fell. Oh. I guess, but... Would that cause a big hole in your head? Yeah. You think it would just be, like, trauma and, like, a fractured skull, not a hole? It, because if you're thinking of, like, a mirror, like, some of them have those, like, two mirrors. That's what I pictured. Mm-hmm. And, like, then there's, like, that little metal piece that connects it. I guess. How big is seven inches, though? Like, that's a pretty decent-sized hole, too. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, so then what, something weird happened is that the coroner then backtracked and changed the story to say he was shot in the head. It wasn't a hit and run, it was a shooting. Where's oh, the bullet? We'll get there. But the investigators convinced the coroner to officially mark it as a hit and run because they didn't find any bullets, they didn't find any gunshot residue or anything like that on the body. Mm-hmm. So. His death is officially a hit and run. Mm-hmm. Um, the coroner argued that the scene, though, looks like he could have been staged there instead of where he was actually hit. Yeah, if his car was... Why would he be walking three miles away? Three miles away to get gas. I mean, maybe there's... But he's at a store. Yeah. So you would think if there's a store... There's, it's, his, probably, it's not like his phone was dead. He would have just called his sister. Yeah. Like he hasn't passed. Yeah. So the coroner thought he looked like the way he was placed in the roadway looked like he was staged. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, like, thrown out of a car. Like, he didn't think the initial impact had happened there at that point where his body was. Mm -hmm. But, we'll see. Um, So, police did have lots and lots of tips on this case, though. Up to 18 people called in and told a very similar story. Um, This story was that he was not shot or hit by a semi-truck. But there were a couple boys in a pickup truck. Um, they were messing with a guy that they saw walking down the road. Um, they saw him walking and stuck something out the window. Um, a lot of people said it was like a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Um, the truck accelerated and they held the baseball bat at the window and hit him while they were driving. Oh. Um, but would this cause a big hole like that? I mean, I guess it's yeah. the same. It's same, same difference as those, the, the mirror yeah. theory. Right. Um, this would correlate with the story that his boyfriend had said that there were a group of people in a pickup truck harassing him. hmm Um, but it does not speak to the fact that his family said they would just, he would just never openly walk down the road. Yeah. So I don't know. Unless there wasn't a patch of woods to go into. Yeah. Like, where he was. Yeah. I don't know. But it doesn't also explain why he just didn't call anybody for help. That's true. But I think that was he meeting somebody? And it doesn't it doesn't help that the coroner said what didn't happen there. Yeah. So lots of things about this case that don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um The people who called in these tips did give names of people in that pickup truck too. Oh. Um, the names that kept coming up were Buster and Paul Murda. Mm. Um, Buster and Steven had actually known each other because they went to high school together at Wade Hampton High School. Um, so they definitely would have known each other. Yeah. And the plot thickens further when multiple tips say that Buster and Steven had an intimate relationship. Oh, maybe he's gonna talk. Maybe he was gonna talk. Maybe he was threatening Buster to come out about them or come out of the closet. Mm-hmm. There could be lots of things that play into that. Yeah. But also, Stephen has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So. Why would he do that? But does that. That doesn't seem like Stephen to me. Yeah, so I don't know. But was he told his boyfriend he was, ran out of gas because he was going to meet Buster? Maybe. Maybe they were planning to meet and something happened. And then Buster set him up? Yeah, because that would make sense why he was, like, maybe he was like, let's meet here on this road. or At whatever. this store? Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Does that mean, like. Maybe he got in the truck and was thrown from the truck. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he would have maybe gotten into the car because he knew it was Buster. Or maybe he was walking down the road because he knew the guy in the truck was Buster. He wasn't yeah. worried about it. Yeah. I don't know. Super weird. Huh. So is this another situation of the family removing people who interfere with the image? Um anyways, so the case went cold. No leads were really investigated. No suspects were named um, until recently. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We're not there yet. Mm. The cheese text. The cheese text. So that was that murder. Um, the second suspicious death, we'll call it, Is your mom? <laughs> actually occurred on the property of the Murghaz. Again? I mean, again. Granddaddy Murda. Oh. Well, I don't know if they lived in the same location. Oh. I don't know. Still! On February 2nd, 2018, a call came in from Maggie Murda. Um, Her housekeeper, who we discussed earlier, Gloria Satterfield, who was only 57 years old, had tripped and fell on the brick steps outside of the property. Quote, unquote, tripped. Yep. Um... You could actually listen to the nine one one call, and Maggie seems more annoyed than concerned. Like they're asking her questions, like "Oh, who who is it that fell?" Blah blah. blah. She's like, "Can you just get people here?" Hmm. Like, bitch, shut the fuck up. That's we don't like question. Maggie. You said in the beginning, you're like, well, "We don't know if we like Maggie." We well, that's don't why like I don't Maggie. know if we we don't <coughs> we definitely don't. Maggie had told Gloria's family that quote Gloria had tripped over the family dogs on the stairs, fell backward and hit her head violently and died." Now, have I tripped over my cat and fell? Yes. 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 <laughs> but, I don't know. But, uh, died? Gloria also did not pass away on February 2nd, but she passed away many days later on February 26th of 2018 in the ICU at the hospital. mm mm-hmm. um, The only two people home at the time of this incident were Maggie and Paul. mm Dun-dun. Two fuckos. Right? Um, Morgan, Paul's ex-girlfriend, claims that right before Gloria's trip and fall happened, like, not right before, but, like, in the days before or whatever, mm. or maybe even the same day, but, like, not right before, mm. um, Gloria had actually found dr- drugs in bags taped underneath Alex's bed. It's so like Alex Murdoch, the dad. She found drugs in his bed. So I just came up with a theory. Oh, okay. Hear me out. The first Murdoch... Mm-hmm. What the fuck's his name? Randolph? Randolph. Randolph the First. Cause all the bad luck? He sold his soul to the devil. Oh. I like this one. And then, all his subsequent sons do not have souls. Do you think that's what happened to the Kennedys? Yes. He made a deal with the devil? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that theory. So they have so much money, they're so prominent, but they don't have souls. Huh. Cool. Yeah. I like that theory. hmm um, but this is this story about the drugs is actually a plausible thing because we will see later that Alex did have an addiction and actually went to rehab for it. Mm. So Of course he did. Gloria told Paul about it because if you remember from the beginning, Paul and Gloria had like a very close relationship mm-hmm. and she was afraid to go to Maggie and how Maggie would react. It's under her bed you'd think she'd know. Exactly. Well she doesn't clean when I she's a housekeeper. Yeah, she doesn't clean, so <laughs> The rumor is that either Paul or Maggie had pushed Gloria down the steps because she knew too much. And again, threatened the family's image. Um, Gloria was in the hospital for several weeks. Went too far. So let me. Um, She had several cracked ribs and a subdermal hematoma. Don't really know what that means. I just know it means like head trauma. Yeah. Um, She was injured so badly that she was never able to talk about what happened like she wasn't able to to speak yeah from falling alleged (laughs) quote unquote um the only person in the Murdoch family who came to visit her was maggie and she only visited once polly that was your mother by proxy say this again this woman worked for the family for almost 20 years and not one person visited her besides maggie and only visited once that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. So it's that leads me to believe up. maybe Paul did something. Maybe Paul was like, "Well, don't out my dad about the drugs." Yeah, because we all know he's doesn't think straight and in stressful situations. Yeah, it reminds me of that one Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode mm-hmm. where she pushes her uh, mom's boyfriend down the stairs. Okay, yeah, I don't know that one, but you could—he was up. a robot. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, Alrighty then. <laughs> um you could actually hear like in the nine one one call while Maggie's on the phone, you could hear Paul interjecting in the background. Oh. About what's going on. Hmm. Super weird. Definitely super weird. Super weird. Um, so she died in the hospital on February twenty sixth of twenty eighteen. What's weird is Gloria's death was labeled natural causes rather than accidental. like an accident accidental from falling down the steps. Because you would think. It was a natural cause that she fell on this. It's because the dog stripped her. That's was that it's natural. natural. Yeah. Another weird thing is that one month before Gloria died, Alex had taken out a commercial insurance policy on his property. Weird. What does that mean? Like, being that he had employees, he took a commercial oh. insurance policy. How many what employees did. did he have on the property? I don't know. I don't know if it was just Gloria. That'd or... be hilarious it was just Gloria. And he's like, yeah, I need her insured. I don't know. Alex had told Gloria's two sons that he was going to sue himself um, for a death settlement and give them the money. How does one sue themselves, first uh, of all? a lawyer. I keep forgetting they're lawyers and they can do what they want. Yeah. just They just be out here lawyering, so. Mm. Well, why didn't he just give them money, then? Because he has to, like, go after his insurance company first to get the money. Oh. I thought you meant... Like, he has to go through his insurance company. I thought he was telling them to sue him. Which they should have just sued him. hmm But Alex said, no, 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 I'll take care of it. I'll sue myself so you don't have to worry about it. And I'll work it out. Yikes. Turns out the case fell for over $4 million. Mm-hmm. But Alex never told Gloria's family and kept the money for himself. Love that. And I feel like he doesn't need $4 million. Right? Unless he's spending it all on drugs. You never know. Well, later we'll see that things weren't as they seem. Mm. They never are. No. Um. So this does come up later with the charges that are now pending against him mm-hmm. in the trial. Um. So in June of 2022, so like kind of recently, yeah. Gloria's body was supposed to be exhumed because, quote, her death was never reported to the coroner and no <coughs> op- autopsy was performed. Wait, what? Oh, she died in the hospital. She did. How is that possible then? I don't know. Weird. Super weird. Um, unfortunately, there haven't been any updates about this status of, like, her being exhumed right now. Jesus. Yeah. So that's the second crazy murder. Or accidental death. Or suspicious death. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Lots lots of quotes being thrown around here. It's not the second. That's, like, the 42nd suspicious (laughs) death, but... Yeah. I like the one where he just waved at the train conductor. (laughs) Right? Like, how eerie. Like, that almost sounds like, yeah, I made a deal with the devil, and now I'm gonna kill myself over it. Yeah, like, he's like, it told me it was my time to go, so... Yikes. Because I told you, he made a deal with the devil. And now everyone's paying for it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why they're gingers! And that's why... Exactly. It all, it all and as it goes in. down, they get crazier and crazier. So Buster don't have any more kids. Or don't have any kids. Yeah. So, like... I mean, he probably wouldn't because he's gay anyway, so... Yeah, yeah. Ooh! <laughs> Allegedly. You could adopt. I'm sure it doesn't transfer through adoption. Yeah, I wonder how that would work. We should Do you think we, we could invite the devil in the <laughs> podcast to explain? Oh, so, does your soul contract... <laughs> Can we read through it? Were... And analyze it. it, Does it transfer to adopted kids or is it just... (laughs) Biological. Is it biologically genetic or... Or is it just if you have children? Hmm. Legally. They are legally yours as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so on this podcast, we figured out that the Murdaugh's made a pact with the devil. Yeah. (laughs) Love that for them. Um, So yeah, we focused on two of the suspicious murders. The next two... The, the next ne- 23. The next few, we... The next, we don't even have a number. The next Well, few. I have a number, but one is, like, two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just one. Yeah. So, I don't know if you want to say that. Is that... Would that be two murders? Or three murders? Three murders. Because it's two incidences, but three people died. Yes. Three murders. Oh, and then there's an attempted murder. Oh. Wow. Do you know about that? No. <gasps> okay so we got a lot to discuss the next podcast so this might be three parts we'll see um but yeah these next ones are like the, the catalyst for people looking more into these mm. Mm. more and we'll see why and yeah so that's the devil <laughs> that is the first part of our deep dive into the Murdoch family and their crazy crazy fuck them bitches. shit they got going on <laughs> And kelly kelly basically figured it out like they call yeah, the trial I, over I, now like yeah, they figured it out call the devil on the stand <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> i just picture Mr. devil i just picture the devil from south park <laughs> <laughs> then that's the only one i could think you of have in to use his government name lucifer <laughs> <laughs> what's his last name i don't know Mean like jesus is christ Lucifer P. Is that wait is that really his last name or is that what people call him? Is it like I don't a nickname? Fucking know. Like means he actually like Jesus Harold Christ. Let's look it up. Like Harold lucifer be thy P. Devil? Or Her- lucifer P. Satan. Harold <laughs> be thy name. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> See? See that's why people We're say connected. Jesus H Christ. Harold oh. be thy name. It's written out really guys it's written out We're for you. You just it you just got to look. <laughs> look. You just got to look. You got to see the signs and you got to look. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Um so yeah, look out for part dose. Look out for the devil. <laughs> and don't make deals with the devil because then this shit You'll have happens. ginger kids. You'll, you'll make a lot of money, but then you'll have ginger kids. And maybe get hit by a train. Yeah. Or two or three. Or maybe kill someone or two or, or three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. bye. Oh hey, wait, 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 Come on now. It's on Instagram, eh? It's podcast. Why are your hands wet? <laughs> Send us an email, at Suspishpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me why Kelly's hands are wet, please, because they're so wet. They clammy they're just cold. They're they're oh clammy. my god, ew! They're just cold. You know, we can't tell the difference between cold and wet. So when things are cold, they're just wet. What? Ponder that while you're gone. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs)